Welcome back to episode three of Real Talk with the Cyber Club Podcast. In this episode, we speak with CyberWalks Academy's co-founder, Charles Kwanzaa. Charles is a senior at University of Maryland, Baltimore County, pursuing a computer science degree. During his college career, he has held multiple cybersecurity internships in security operations and engineering. He has also earned his CompTIA, CYSA+, Security+, along with Microsoft's Azure Fundamental Certification. In this brief but great podcast, we discuss his college career, how to navigate internships, and how to even secure your first return offer. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. It was a great one. Thank you. Yeah, so my name is Charles Kwanzaa. I am a senior at University of Maryland, Baltimore County, uh, studying computer science, um, pursuing a career in cybersecurity. So I've done a few internships in security engineering, security operations, have some certifications such as the Security Plus, Cybersecurity Analyst Plus, Azure Fundamentals. And yeah, that's just a little bit about uh, me and my background. That's a lot of work for a senior in college, man. Um, was cybersecurity always a plan for you in high school or did you kind of work your way into it? Um, can you take us a little bit along that trajectory before you went into college? Yeah. So, you know, before I went to college, I knew that, uh, I was going to be in tech. Uh, I picked a computer science major just cause I wanted to be a software engineer. Uh, that's kind of what most computer science majors do. But then, uh, once I kind of got into college and I started doing the coursework, I realized that, uh, well, I liked computer science. I didn't see myself being a software engineer or being in development. So I started to explore some other options um, in networking and cybersecurity and all these other different things in IT and kind of through my own research and you know, talking to people in the industry. In kind of late 2019, I made the decision to still stay a computer science major, but start kind of pursuing cybersecurity on my own time. So that's kind of how I got to, or how I started to get to where I am today. Okay. And I guess outside of you already being in the major, um, you know, as we know, a lot of cybersecurity majors nowadays, I said that backwards, a lot of people that want to get to cybersecurity are currently cybersecurity majors. Um, despite you already being a computer science major, what made you want to stay in that major instead of switching? In the computer science major was the kind of the marketability of the major. What I mean by that is uh, when you're a computer science major, you're an employer, they already know what they're getting because the degree is kind of standardized. You know, no matter where you go, you're going to learn how to program. You're going to learn the basics of operating systems. You're going to learn computer architecture. You're going to know, you know, how computers work, you know, on like the fundamental level. So you're really going to have those, those problem solving skills and all those things, the programming, the computer architecture is going to put you above uh, like 90% of candidates in the cybersecurity f- field, if you have those in addition to the cybersecurity skills. So I just always really wanted to stand out and just have more marketable skills, skills that would help any company and just open more opportunities for myself. So I figured if I could be in the computer science major and then learn, you know, kind of security on my own, be able to do both, you know, I would just have so much more opportunity than most people. So that's kind of what drove me to stay inside the major. Okay. Yeah. You kind of convinced me to change my major too. Cause when I first uh, started college last year, I was like a thousand percent cybersecurity, thousand percent cybersecurity. But then I started noticing that a lot of the classes don't seem like they 
really go in depth. You know what I mean? It, it almost feels like you're taking like, I don't want to say this, but it's almost like you're just taking nothing but lower level degree CS classes, to be honest with you, unless you're going to somewhere like WGE or something. Um, do you see any cons like that with your CS degree or you're 100% on that CS train? Uh, with CS degree, you know, I don't, in my particular one, you know, I kind of did, you know, my research on the school and everything like that. You know, it's, it's a very rigorous, challenging, you know, degree in terms of uh, what you get for your money and the things that you're going to learn. And to kind of speak more to your point about the uh, cybersecurity degrees, you're exactly right. You know, the thing with cybersecurity is that as a degree, it's pretty new compared to computer science or an IT degree. So what's going on now is that, you know, colleges are still trying to figure out what curriculum is appropriate to pre prepare somebody for full-time work. So if you don't do your research, you don't vet these cybersecurity programs, unless you go to something that's very reputable, like a WGU, you know, you might go through four years and not have the, the technical skills to actually perform your job. So yeah, that's, that's, an, that's another reason, as I was talking about with computer science, that across the board, because of how long it's been around and kind of the establishment of what classes are important what skills are important you can't really go wrong with most places that you go to with a computer science degree gotcha very great advice thank you so let's go ahead and skip ahead to your internship journey at the time of this recording you're currently a first semester senior correct and you've already held three cybersecurity internships that's a pretty successful college career so i'd like to you know to discuss you landing your first role um, could you kind of give the listeners a summary of the steps you took before applying the security internships? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, once I started to pivot away from the software engineering track and started getting to cyber, you know, the first thing I wanted to do was, I guess, prove to an employer that, you know, I knew what I was talking about, or I at least had like the background knowledge because, you know, being in computer science, I didn't really have any cybersecurity background. So, uh, my first uh, plan of action was to get my Security Plus certification. And to anybody who wants to pursue cyber, even if you don't know what area of cyber, I always recommend a Security Plus certification because it'll show you from the high level, you know, what, you know, we're trying to achieve as security professionals. So I, I did that certification, studied all that stuff. And from there, I actually started applying to internships, but then I quickly realized that I wasn't actually ready for the internship because I was able to get some interviews with that Security Plus certification, but especially in any technical field, you know, you don't, you don't only want to have the book knowledge, right? You want to have the uh, technical skills to go along with it. And I had the book knowledge, but once I got in the interviews, you know, I couldn't really speak to any technical experiences I had with the concepts I learned in the certification. So those first few interviews, you know, I didn't really do too well. And I have to kind of go back to the drawing board and said, all right, you know, how am I going to get from this point now where, you know, I'm not really ready for an internship to, you know, a year from now, you know, having options for internships. So my new strategy from there was to continue studying for my certs, but make sure that I'm actually applying what I'm learning in the certification. So an example of that was after Security Plus, the next cert that I went for was my cybersecurity analyst certification. And I went for that because when I was doing Security Plus and I was exploring what there was in the industry, you know, I kind of gravitated toward the security analyst side of things, you know, network monitoring, you know, kind of looking for intrusions and anomalies in your, in your network and your infrastructure and stuff like that. So I went for that certification. But the difference here was that 
if I learned something in the certification book or the video, I would immediately go and try and apply it in my own environment. So if I was learning about vulnerability scanning, I would make sure that I have my VM ready, which is a virtual machine, um, install the necessary software to actually conduct my own you know, vulnerability assessment and analyze the results. So by the time I finished that certification, I not only had the knowledge this time, but I had the skills to go along with it. So at this point, you know, with having those skills and the background knowledge, what was left for me to do was market, you know, my skills and my knowledge. So from there, you know, I edited my resume. Instead of just listing out, you know, a bunch of technologies, I put projects on there, things that I would do, kind of just show how I apply the things I've been learning from those certifications in my research and about a year later, I was able to land my, from when I took the Security Plus, I was able to land my first uh, internship. And this was in December, 2020. That's when I landed my first position. Beautiful. And you've already made it up to a great return off already, but we'll get to that later. I don't want to hype you up just yet. Let's stick to this, stick to the uh, early days. So when it comes to soft skills, um, like, you know, it's basically being able to, you know, give a really good impression to your interviewers, the first interview or the editing of the resume. Was that a challenge for you or did, did you and your peers have to work on that or how did that process go for you as well? Yeah, for sure. That was also a challenge for me um, because there was a period where I did have, you know, I put in the work to, you know, have the skills needed and the knowledge, but, you know, my resume wasn't the greatest. And that's, and, that, and a mistake that I made on there was that, I, I would just list things out that I know how to do. I could say I could do A, B, C, but especially with having no experience, you know, a recruiter would look at that and be like, all right, he just has a bunch of technologies listed on there and there's no proof he can actually do these things. Anybody could have copied and pasted this from oh, cybersecurity careers website, right? So, you know, when I changed up my resume, you know, I started to, I guess, talk with people who had already successfully got internships I have them look over my resume and, you know, the advice that I was getting was that when you say that you know how to do something, say that you know how to use um, Splunk, right? That's a security technology. You don't just list Splunk. You would say that um, I set up Splunk in a virtual machine and, you know, monitored my home network. And these were the results, you know, it doesn't have to be like a long paragraph or anything, but in that skills section, especially when you don't have experience, you really want to highlight projects you've done instead as opposed to just listening skills. Because when you can kind of talk about what you've done, that shows, you know, the recruiter that, all right, he has an idea of, you know, what he's talking about, you know? So once I started kind of making my resume more project-based and kind of having, you know, building somewhat of a, a track record before I even got in the industry, then I was starting to get a lot more attention on it. So that was something that, was an improvement. And then also I started putting myself out there more. So I started joining online groups. I made a LinkedIn account and my first internship really came through just me just kind of putting myself out there in the group I was in. I went in the forums and said, Hey, you know, I'm a junior looking for an internship. I have these certifications. My interests are these. Anybody know of any opportunities for me? And, you know, within about 10 or 15 minutes, you know, there was fortunately somebody in the group that had their own company and kind of gave me a chance you know I didn't really even have to go through an interview process or anything like that it just kind of saw my hunger my passion for trying to get into the industry and I was rewarded for it so it just goes to show if you 
can convey what you're working on and as well as just put yourself out there, you know, the opportunities will come to you. That's a beautiful mindset to have. So before we move on to, I guess, more of current of where you're at in your career, in your college career, can you give the listeners a few do and don'ts when trying to land the first internship? So that was two semesters that, you know, I didn't have an internship, right? And that can be kind of challenging when you see a lot of other people getting internships and, you know, you're getting, you know, that you're going to graduate in a year and a half and you don't have any experience, but uh, it is a challenge, you know, definitely breaking into cybersecurity with no experience just because of like what's at stake and what's on the line like when a company hires you so you kind of have to do a little bit more than your peers but you know if you if you if you stay persistent you don't you don't give up you continue to keep studying um you'll definitely you'll definitely get to where you need to be you know another thing that i would say that you definitely should do and i guess i kind of went over this already but in a, in a little bit of a different light, but um, surround yourself with um, like-minded individuals, um, people who are also trying to get into the field as well, because sometimes it can definitely be lonely when you're studying for your certifications, um, trying to build your skills, especially when you're not, say, you're, like you're in my situation where you weren't, you know, a cybersecurity major, and you're trying to like find other people who are doing the same thing as you. You can keep each other accountable. Um, if some if if you have a certain goal, you tell other people, you know, what your goal is, you know, and they can hope they can hold you accountable. You can it's a lot easier for you to achieve that as opposed to you just kind of going out by yourself. So that's another thing that you should do. In terms of some don'ts, I'd say don't compare yourself to other people, you know, in the industry because a lot of a lot of times, you know, you'll go online, you'll go on LinkedIn, you'll see somebody got this internship here, somebody got this full time offer here, and then you might be at the beginning of your journey, and you're like, oh, when is that going to happen for me? But a lot of times, you don't know like what that person went through to get that internship, that position. Everybody's journey is different, so you just need to, if anything, use it as inspiration that you know you'll get there eventually. And then the other thing I'd say is, you know, don't take shortcuts you know, in your security career, as I said, you know, when a company hires you for a security position, kind of the reason why it took me so long is just because they need to make sure that you really are like what you say you are, because there's a lot of money on the line, a lot of people's reputation on the line. So don't lie about any certifications that you may or may not have taken or any skills that you have. But even if you get the job, you know, you'll be found out really quickly, you know, if you are who you say you are. So that's something that, you know, def- definitely don't take shortcuts. You know, if you have to be like me and wait a year before you get that first opportunity, it's way better just to stay the course, be, be consistent with your studying than to uh, kind of be in a compromising position later. So that's some just general advice I'd have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's truly wild how um, many people lie on their resume, how many people cheat or did cheat on their certs or just do brain dumps for their certs. Um, so many horror stories of people getting just fired and dropped <laughs> for nonsense like that, as you as you've told me. But we'll talk about that in a different light. <laughs> All right. So that was so you said this you did this last year. So you applied for your first internship your junior year. I started applying my well, I really started applying my sophomore year, but I didn't get the internship until my junior year. Okay. 
All right, so you're three down. You already have a great return offer. I mean, at one point in your college career, you became a high-value candidate. At what point, or I should say at what point, how do you approach which internships are good for you? You know, um, from my experience, everybody's just trying to get what they can. But at your stage of your college career, you could pretty much pick and choose what you want. So back to my question, how do you navigate your options and decide which ones are, are for you and which ones aren't for you? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, as you mentioned, you know, after, you know, all the hard work and things like that, you know, I definitely had, you know, my pick of, you know, what internship I wanted, you know, for my second internship after I got some experience. So there in, in that, in that scenario, it's, it's kind of, you gotta, you gotta kind of evaluate what, what your goals are in the security industry, right? Because security being as broad as it is, every internship is going to give you something different. So the same way that, you know, you go through a rigorous interview process and they're trying to vet you, you also need to vet these internships to make sure that, you know, they're worth your while. So when I was going through the process, you know, I, I would, I would ask a lot of questions sometimes, you know, I remember for the offer, the one that I, the offer that I ended up taking, I actually had a second call with, um, the engineers on the team just to make sure, you know, this is something that, you know, I really wanted. So I asked them the questions about, you know, technologies they're using, what, you know, the, they expect from the intern, any, anything that would help me make a decision. And because I knew I wanted to go into security operations, even though I had offers from bigger, way bigger companies, you know, fortune thirties, fortune 500 companies, I went with a company that was still pretty big, but the main thing was like, what skills am I going to learn? Is this going to get me closer to my career goal of being a security analyst? So that was kind of the main thing. And once, you know, I, I really resonated with the vision that they had, a team had for the intern and I knew that this is a place that I could succeed. Then the decision was easy. You know, just really, it was my main, my main advice for anybody kind of navigating that is, you know, where, where will you see yourself growing the most? Where, where will, where will this lead to? You know, that's what you got to ask yourself, you know, anytime you're trying to pick an internship, because this is, this is your first experience, you know, in the industry. So you want to start strong, start building your reputation, start building your network from this. So definitely growth is the, is the, is the biggest thing to consider. Awesome. So on the job, you could pick any one. I don't want you to get into too many details because of the, you know, the sensitivity of some of the information that you're protecting. Um, on on the job day to day task, did you run into any issues with that? Keeping up, having to learn outside of the job? Yeah, for sure. So you know, my second internship, it was definitely since I had you know I had some experience in the first internship, so that helped. But the second internship was definitely a lot more um, uh, a lot more rigorous in terms of what I had to do. Working in security operations, it's really fast paced. Um, basically, just to give you know a short summary of what I do or what I did in that internship, you know, security incidents would come through our environment. We'd use um, a technology, it's called a SIEM technology. And basically um, from there, we'd analyze the incidents, you know, see if they're false positives or, um, or things that we actually have to worry about. So you'd have to do investigations on each of these incidents. So initially, you know, especially if you don't have any, I guess, security operations experience, you know, it could, it could be kind of intimidating just because of, you know, What's that, as I always say, like, what's at stake, you know, maybe if you do an incident wrong and it leads to some type of, you know, security thing happening. But uh, with that, yeah, kind of, as you mentioned, you know, learning, I have to just continue what I was doing, learning outside of the job. You know, I took some courses on some of these websites like Udemy, Pluralsight, just so I could, you know, continue to keep up. 
And then, you know, as I was, as I continued my consistency with that, you know, eventually the job, I don't want to say it became easy because it's never really easy in security, but, you know, I definitely, you know, got the hang of what I was doing and was able to be a contributing member to my team. So yeah, definitely, especially your first security job, first few security jobs. I mean, you'll have challenges keeping up, learning new technologies and things like that, but it's the same thing. Like, like, when before I got into the industry, just learning outside of your job. Um, something that helped me a lot was asking a lot of questions on the job because at the end of the day with the internship, uh, the main thing is to learn, right? Like, of course, they're bringing you there to do a job, but they want you to really learn the job function because a lot of companies try and bring you on, you know, full-time afterwards. So definitely try and figure out, you know, who on your team, somebody you can ask questions and kind of lean on when you have um, difficulty. I know for me, like my senior analyst was really great. And anytime I had questions, we'd even hop on a call and he'd show me how he approaches certain things. And then eventually, as you do that more and more, like you'll work independently, you'll almost be like a full-time member of the team by a certain point in your internship, as long as you keep consistent with the learning outside. And then when you're on the job, also try and learn from the more experienced members there. So that's kind of how I got through that. Awesome. And then you got your big major offer, man. How does it feel? No, an amazing feeling because uh, it was a short while ago where like I couldn't even get an interview. So to be able to kind of go from that in the space of really like a year and a half, not even, I guess, two years since I decided that I was going to get into security and to have this offer now, it's, it's really, it's a testament to like what, you know, just a few months, a year or so of hard work can do. So it's definitely, you know, an amazing feeling to have that uh, lined up. And I'm just looking forward to, you know, finishing out my degree and kind of just getting back to uh, working in the field. So uh, all good stuff. Well, I know you on a personal level, too. I know you're never happy when you're too comfortable. So <laughs> outside of hopefully getting to that job by next summer and graduating by the summer or into spring, I should say, do you have anything, any other certifications lined up before graduation? Yeah, for sure. You know, you always want to continue improving your knowledge. So right now I'm looking at doing the Azure Security Engineering Certification. Um, from there, I do another Azure certification called the um, Security Operations uh, Certification. So those, are the, those are the two that I have uh, my eyes on right now, just because in some of my internships, it was really cloud security heavy. So I just want to kind of keep the consistency up with that. And then just kind of continuing to do the research that I was doing, you know, beforehand, whether it's, you know, reading security news, listening to professionals, different things like that, just to keep myself, you know, um, update on the, the latest trends and what's going on in the industry. So when the time comes, you know, I'm ready to jump back in and uh, make the contributions as necessary. And you're talking about contributions and content. You're actually the co-founder of the Cyberwalks Academy with uh, day spring. So would you want to go ahead and kind of discuss what that is and what you guys offer your guys, clients or members? Yeah, for sure. So as you mentioned, I am the co-founder of Cyberwalks Academy and basically we're just an online, you know, cybersecurity, I guess, community slash resource hub for anybody who's trying to get into the field. So you could be a student like me, you could be somebody who's trying to transition out of another career. Um, basically day and I, you know, when we started um, our security journeys or careers, you know, we realize some of the challenges, you know, especially when you're coming from no experience and 
a lot of times people will tell you you need five years to get into the industry, six years, but both of us were able to kind of fast track that process to about a year or less. So we just kind of wanted to share how we did that with people. So we kind of, they kind of created his platform. I joined him later on, but basically we kind of give advice. We do sessions. So we'll do live lab sessions of kind of some of the skills that you might need, you know, in the workplace. And we also do things with soft skills. So we might review your resume or give you some interview tips, just anything that can kind of push you closer to that, uh, that next level. And what's great about it is that you have a lot of um, individuals in the community who are all trying to achieve the same thing. So not only will you get those skills and those, those, those soft skills and those technical skills, but you'll just also have a sense of community with other people who are trying to um, get into the field. So really recommend it. Anybody who's trying to get into cybersecurity, Cyberwatch Academy, we're here. And I believe when I first joined, you guys are only at a thousand members. How many members are you guys at now? I think it was probably, well, we're, we haven't hit a thousand yet. So <laughs> oh, that was a thousand a while ago. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Yeah. I think when you, yeah. probably when you first joined, we were probably at like a hundred or something. You know, something. I know that we, we crossed 700 a few weeks ago. So we're hoping to get to 1,000 uh, by the end of the year. So yes, stay, stay tuned for that. I'd also like to know that you guys also do um, mock interviews. Um, one early member, I don't want to put his information out without his permission. He went at a huge job already. And I think he's in what grade already in college? Was he? Yeah, he's a junior. He's a junior. Junior. That's wild, man. Just from mock interviews and staying consistent, he's already landed jobs that most people can't. So that just shows yeah, that just shows you the, the quality of the Cyberwalks Academy. So it's very cool, man. I definitely have a link of that in the description too. All right, awesome. So I think we pretty much blew through everything, your whole college career, your interest, uh, outside work. So do you have any final advice for anyone really trying to land an internship? Uh, anything that you might do over? If you could do it over again. Oh, yeah. I think if I could do it over again, I would have definitely done the the networking piece a lot quicker because I think uh, at the beginning, I tried to do a lot of things for myself. Uh, I wasn't really reaching out to people and I was just trying to like apply, apply, apply to jobs and not really make connections. But, you know, you're, they, 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 I think they have a saying, it's like your, your network is your net worth, right? So you know, if, if you can, once you identify this is the route you want to go, you start surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals, whether it's people in the field, people who are trying to get into the field, you know, as you're doing, you know, your, your, your daily work, whether it's studying for your certs, going to school, things like that, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll have visibility and people will notice you and you'll get to where you want to go a lot quicker just because you have those relationships already in place. So if I could do it over again, you know, once you identify this as your career path, as soon as possible, start trying to make those connections. You know, you'll be surprised at how fast and how quickly you'll move. Yep, and how valuable it is to get out of your show. For sure. Yep. Awesome. Well, with that being said, can you tell us all the followers where they can find you on social media? For sure. So on Instagram, it's underscore Charles Q underscore all lowercase. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. This is my last, my, my first and my last name, Charles Kwanzaa. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much all my social media links. All right. Perfect, man. Well, thanks for joining the show and you'll definitely be back. You got to talk about that money you about to be making. <laughs> all, right, man. all right. Thank you. All right. Take it easy. And that's a wrap. Special thanks to Charles Kwanzaa for joining us on the show today. 
You can find him at underscore Charles Q underscore all lowercase on Instagram or at Charles Kwanzaa on LinkedIn. If you want to learn more about the podcast, you can go to thecyber.club, C-Y-B-R.club, or simply the Cyber Club on Instagram. Thank you guys. Catch you next show.